Wow, what a seamless transition from that stunning intro music. Yeah, excellent. Excellent uh, intro we, music. Episode two, and we are just, we're getting tighter all the time. Waka waka. Two Welcome. episodes. <laughs> two episodes. All two of them. One more than most people make. <laughs> and this isn't counting the one that we've discarded because we weren't happy with the quality. Welcome, everyone, to Sharpen That Axe, a podcast dedicated to strengthening your skills as a guitar player, guitarista. That's all I got. Okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any fancy names. BA in Spanish. I'm sorry. That's all I've got. Uh, That's all right. English major. Right. So. Anyway, I'm John Gillen. Hi, John. How's it going? Because here over here, across from me, is Dylan Murphy. Sipping on a cup of joe. Yeah. John. <laughs> John without the H. Who are you? No and why H. are you here? There is no H. No H. No H. Uh, anyway, yes. John Gillen. Um, I am a guitar teacher, guitar player, guitar Nerd, Fan. nerd, guitar nerd, nerd, nerd. Let's not nerd. total guitar nerd. We'll talk about that, and you'll figure it out as we go. Um, but yeah, for sure. And uh, I also have a company with my business partner, Mark Young, a fellow guitar nerd, and um, it's called Silver Sound Guitar. And it looks very uh, legit, John. It's on the website there. Yeah. It's very, it's very pretty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, you you guys check it out. It is silversoundguitar.com, and that's all one word. Um... Yeah, anyway, he and I have been teaching for a long time, uh, teaching together now for a couple of years, and one of the things that just uh, I really realized I'm interested in is the learning process. So both for myself, I had to learn a lot of different techniques on how to get myself better as a player and a little bit of help along the way, but I felt like there's a need to sort of share that knowledge with other people. Very so, admirable of you. Yeah, oh, thank you. It's magnanimous. I like to think of myself as a magnanimous person. So, anyway, um, but that's what I'm doing here. And you, Mr. Murphy, yes, what I'm, brings you here? I'm Dylan Murphy. I'm in this room because uh, we are trying to use all the facilities we can in the UCC Music Department, where we are currently doing our Master's in Musicology. Hey, we paid for it. We did pay for it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> amongst other things, paying for it with the time. So, I, I am Dylan Murphy. I am a, a songer, singwriter, guitarist, player, uh, who is looking to uh, expand his knowledge in all things guitar, gear, technique, mostly playing habits, which is one of practice habits as well, which is what we're here to, uh, to talk about today. As with last week, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, uh, please go Find us on SoundCloud. We'll have it linked in the description below. So, uh, yeah, I'm just here. We're, we're basically working on a sort of a sensei, apprentice <laughs> kind of thing. Master Padawan. Yeah, we used that last <laughs> week. We're going to have to write down some more for next week. Yeah, it's true. So we are here to uh, improve our knowledge of all things guitar. Well, I am anyway, because I am the village idiot of the podcast. Oh, come oh. on. Uh, seriously. Dylan is, uh, has spent a lot of time figuring out time management stuff and applying that to his practice. I have indeed spent a lot of time doing that. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, because in our, in, our in our busy, busy world, it's easy to get distracted. And if you want to focus on what's important, and what's important to us, John, Guitar, we should have and a sound effect button yeah, that just has get, guitar. Getting better at guitar. Getting better at guitar. Yeah, and if you uh, you want to check out, again, shameless plug promotion for the Man, first episode. Man, plug it away. Yeah, go go check out the first episode. We talk a little bit more just about time management and that sort of thing. And we'll do that today. We will indeed. Well. Yes. So... It's time for pedal talk, John. Oh, pedal talk. Where's well, the sound effect button? Oh, man. We've got we to gotta get a oh, soundboard. Yeah. So <laughs> last time on pedal talk, we talked about overdrive and distortion and the differences between them. So now we're going to move on to something 
somewhat in the family, maybe a distant cousin of distortion. Well, I, I think it's it's a similar type of distortion. It is, and yeah. Uh, maybe not so distant. So maybe you'd see it maybe twice a year. Yeah. D- yeah, that kind of exactly. Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> fuzz, fuzz, fuzz pedals. Talking yes. about fuzz. So, um, last week we talked a little bit about overdrive and distortion, as you mentioned, and just kind of recap that the idea of an overdrive is essentially it's based on a tube amp, and it's designed to sort of push your signal to give that sort of overdriven sound of the amp. So if you think of the classic uh, overdriven sound of like Led Zeppelin's a great example. I think I mentioned that last time. Mm-hmm. Um, classic think, rock. Yeah, classic. Creamy, warmth. Yeah. And you know, yeah, exactly. Those sorts of things. So don't necessarily think of cream because that's where we're gonna go today. Oh. Yeah, but if you think a, a classic pedal for an overdrive would be like the TS-808, the classic tube screamer. Um, and you want to think of it as essentially a signal clipping, but it's signal clipping through the tube. It's not really messing with your tone at all. Um, whereas a distortion is going to kind of mess a little bit with your tone. Yeah, before. I've had a lot of distortion pedals that have messed with my tone. Yeah. <laughs> messed it up good oh, I tell you, my friend. It's, well, you know, like the classic, the rat, for example, is one of those. Um, and it just, it really dirties it up. gives you that really dirty ass rat Mm. sound. Uh, of course your boss DS one, that's like everyone's first distortion pedal. Um, and then the DS two, which is, uh, the turbo distortion, both Vi and Satriani use that for a while. Um, but it's, it's the same idea of clipping, but it, it clips it before the amp. And so the idea is it breaks up the sound before the amp and you don't get the same warmth uh the same sense of overtones that you would get with the tube overdrive. john if they want to hear more they can just go back to our first exactly. episode don't okay. spoil the first episode you're, so you're him. telling me i need to reel it in reel it in bit. all right and move on to like fuzz fish. so the the fuzz which kind of predates both of these um comes from the early 60s it's usually a really simple circuitry just kind of uh bringing together some simple transistors and again, the idea is to break up that signal. Mm-hmm. And classic sounds of this, for example, would be like Iron Butterflies in Agata de Vida. Think Cream in, you know. Ah, uh, that's back to Cream. Yeah, like In the White Room or something like that. Um, Foxy Lady, of course. Jimi Hendrix. Ah, yeah. You know, that old you Hendrix just, fuzz yeah. tone. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but it's, it's not just, it kind, of, it kind of went away for a while. Yeah during the 70s and 80s, and then it came back with the grunge era? Yeah, exactly. So I'd say, like, Smashing Pumpkins is yeah. a classic example Cherry of that. Rock. Uh, yeah, that's a perfect one. Today. Um, and then even later, like, Queens of the Stone Age, you know, Little Sister's a good one. Um, I think when we were talking about this, you mentioned another one, and I can't recall what it was. It'll come back to me. Okay. me. Oh, Jack White and the Black Keys. Of course, a of, yeah. A lot of fuzz. Yeah, a lot of fuzz Jack there. White's great for that stuff. So, um... Well, that kind of gives you an idea. I mean, loads of stuff to listen to to kind of find that that fuzzy tone. And it is. It's just kind of like when you think of it, it's it's just sort of, it's like a, a Muppet. It's like Cookie yeah. Monster, you know? My favorite fuzz tone of all time has been the, uh, it's, it was the fuzz tone for I've Never Met a Girl Like You Before. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally out of key. Who's, who's, who's that button? But I'm going to look that up because we have technology to do so. Hooray for technology. And That's by Edwin Collins. Pretty sure that was a one-hit wonder. But yeah, uh, man, I that honestly tone. can't think of another song that... We had to look done. it up. Yeah, we had to look up his go. name. Yeah. That says it all. But yeah, bang and fuzz tone. 
So if I was to buy my first fuzz pedal or buy a popular fuzz pedal, what would I be going for? I mean, the classic one, of course, is the fuzz face. Um, that's it's like a big kind of circular. Yeah, pedal. and it's got two knobs on it, um, and then of course the the button that turns it on, and um, it has a little bit of a smiley face on it. There you go. Yeah, uh, classic uh, classic Hendrix. Um, sound to it like that's he's really known for making that one popular of course and if you want to buy one but you want to pay uh five times the price you go for the joe bonamassa version uh oh does he have one? Oh, he does he has his own signature <laughs> his own signature oh, everything my goodness. yeah uh yeah one signature sunglasses i saw him a few years ago and i have serious? to say he, no he doesn't have sunglasses. <laughs> i saw him a few years ago though and he was mind-blowingly good Okay, yeah. I mean, he's an absolutely phenomenal player, but he will put his name on everything. Everything. Including a cruise. Joe, if, you want, if you're listening, and we know you are, um, <laughs> if you want to sponsor this podcast by putting your name on it, we will call it the Joe Bonamassa Sharpen That Axe podcast, but you are going to have to give us some free sunglasses. And, and a guitar. And fuzz pedals. Everything. Everything yeah, that your name is one on. of everything. And, and an amp. I, I don't remember. Does he have a deal with Fender? Is that what it is? Probably. Yeah. Anyway, moving so on. Another, but another, another one, of course, is the Big Muff. That's another like good fuzz Tee-hee. pedal for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the electro harmonics one. Anyway, so we've got two there. Check them out. You know, see who's using the Big Muff and see who's using uh, your, your fuzz face. And there's a handful of other boutique ones out there. We don't have time to go into those. We don't. Because, because what's we're, next? We're moving on to practice time. Practice time. It's now practice time. So we're going to talk about last time we were talking about basically five ways to kind of improve your practice kind of very generally just from the, from the get-go. Yeah. And now we're going to talk a little bit more about how to manage your practice time when you only have a little bit of practice time. Right. Because we live in a busy world. We do. Yeah. Going back to that. Yeah, so I, for me, one of the, the most important things, and I think you've said this as well, is um, it, it kind of goes along with setting goals, but the, the more specific thing is set your tasks. So for today, if I have to sit down, I'm going to figure out how much time do I have and what can I accomplish in, the, okay. in that amount of time. Um, so a matter of setting those, those specific things. If it's, you know, I need to work on some scales, I want to work on a riff, and I want to work on a song, what does that look like? And how much time do I have? Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. So basically deciding how much time you have and working with that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Have you any tasks of these tasks that you do every day? Um, or do you like I usually chop it up, mix and match? Yeah, I, I kind of chop it up. So Pick I, mix. I have a couple exercises that I might overlap from day to day. Um, you know, say if I had, let's say, a six-day practice schedule. It doesn't always work that way, but let's say... Um, that's, that's how it goes. Then on days one, two, and three, I'll do, let's say exercise 20. And then on days two, four, and six, I'll do exercise 21. So sort of break it up like that. So that keeps things interesting. Yeah. It keeps things interesting. Um, if there's something in particular that I really want to focus on during the week and just really nail down, then I might do it three days in a row and then maybe once or twice later in the week. Yeah. You're making sure that every day isn't leg day. Which yeah, would, exactly. I suppose be what pinky day. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I there think we that go. Would be a, a or don't skip pinky day. Don't skip. Pinky <laughs> day. See it on a t-shirt now. <laughs> Give us some money. So when we're figuring out this these tasks and basically keeping track of them, we this kind of comes back to what we were talking to last time about mm. a log. I think a log would be a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you keep a log? Oh yeah, no. I have a log. I have a big old log that I got in. Uh, Deals with a Z, 
And it uh, goes. <laughs> That's right. It's Z over Z. here for yeah. all of our American listeners. Yes, we we don't use S's over Z, here in Ireland. The letter yeah. Z, like in Z. We we invented the language, John. And you guys just chew it up and spit it out. Uh, you uh, didn't invent it, yeah, but, I mean, but we won't go there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this, this this escalated quickly. So yeah, I I use a log a day by day, but I've been neglecting it recently, and I look forward. I look forward to uh, to getting back to getting back to my log. Should be a good good thing. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I do. Um, I've done a couple of different things. Um, I. I have kept like an Excel spreadsheet where I'll Ooh. have the date uh, and then the exercise or the song or whatever it is in, in the next column and then uh, beats per minute that I performed it at or percentage. We can talk a little bit about the idea of beats per minute versus percentage of full speed. And then um, the last column might be how much time I spent on it. You also showed me before you have a little encouraging notes in the margins. Yeah. Um, so I kind of moved away from that because one of the things, if, if you read a lot of your time management stuff um, and in psychology books and that sort of thing, you start finding pretty quickly that uh, you, positive reinforcement is a good thing. Mm -hmm. so like, Absolutely. <laughs> for any one of us that's ever had a pat on the back and made us feel good about it, like... That's a good thing. So anything can be made better with positive reinforcement. Trust me, I've worked in retail. <laughs> I swear. I think um, I, I think it's important to remind yourself that hey, this was better than last week, there and that go. was better than a month ago. Progress, people. Yeah, and while it's okay to see it in numbers, for me, I've found when I write it down and say, hey, that was really good. That's kind of encouraging. I can step away from my practice and say, hey, I am getting better. I'm not as terrible of a player as I want to be. We can be our own worst critics sometimes. And that's one of the things that keeps people from practicing more. So if you can find a way to just write down the positive parts first and then say, okay, this needs improvement. And then you go on to the next bit. Or the compliment sandwich. Solid. Compliment. Yes. <laughs> the infamous compliment sandwich. Something good. Something that needs work. Something good. Um, there you go. Yeah, give yourself a compliment sandwich sometime. There you go. You'll thank yourself later. It's delicious. Mmm, tasty. Is that all? Is that all we have? A couple of other things, like the idea of, of uh, breaking up your time. So we oh, set yeah. your tasks, right? Mm -hmm. But with that goes with breaking up your time. Um, and it might be that subdivisions you could, and subdivisions. You could yeah. get 15 minutes maybe in the morning, and you could get 15 minutes in the evening. I gotta start doing that, man. And I'm supposed to just like give myself 90 minutes in the middle of the day. It's not working for me. Yeah, it's it's a little bit harder to to block off bigger chunks. Yeah. But if it's a little bit easier to find 15 minutes, you know. So if you can find three chunks of 15 minutes, all of a sudden, you know, you've give got yourself a little stretch and then just go at it. Yeah, you've got 45 minutes. Um, but in that, you have to. That's why setting your tasks are important. I think because you have to sit down and say, um, Hey, I've got. I can do three exercises, five minutes each. Get those done get them out and then maybe one of those 15 minutes is I'm just going to take 15 minutes and I'm going to focus on a song and or and it's got to be this section of the song don't expect to play the whole thing through because even if it's only a three minute song you're going to play it through five times and you're going to screw it up every time oh yeah so take your time to figure out that small section and then use a timer with that that that's kind of the big thing I think um, because a lot of times you can look up at your, your clock and go, oh, it's been 20 minutes. Well, and now you're late for something or whatever the case may be. Because you enter uh, that state of flow and time just slows down. But it exactly. doesn't really. Because <laughs> you're, you're late for work and you're going to lose your job and your family. Yeah. That's, yep. that's, your what house. are they going to do? And what are they going to do? Well, you'll write a country song. That's <laughs> what you'll do. <laughs> right there. So to recap on our practice time, practice time, 
you uh, set your tasks, decide how much time you have, you break up that time and you use a log as well as a timer. Yeah. Yeah. That I, sounds I, think, I think that's a really concise way to put it. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Make a note, write it down. We wrote it down because we had to read it out to you guys. <laughs> there you go. And now we're moving on to what are we listening to this week? John. Okay. We play uh, a lot of music. Well, not as much as we'd like to, but we, we, we play music, but we also listen to it. Right. Well, it's important to? to listen to it. I mean, I think that's that's where you, that's where I got inspired to play it. Honestly, absolutely by listening to it. So these so days, what are you listening to? This week, um, I've been kind of camping out with uh, Intervals, the band. Yeah, uh, the band. Right. The band Intervals, not just sounds, but Intervals, and the album is The Shape of Color oh. with a, a U, for all of you British English people Excellent. out there. Yeah, what what do you like about this band? In well, in particular, uh, this is this is kind of a nerd guitar band. Really, yeah. a, a band with I know, the name Intervals, Intervals are a nerd with band. A U. Yeah, um, they might fall into the very broad category of gent or progressive metal. Um, instrumental, they weren't always, um, but the guitar player Aaron Marshall, I, I think, has really done some some really cool things with this particular record. One of the tracks, Meridian, um, has just some really great melodic content. Um, and then it also picks up, gets kind of aggressive. And, and just, it's it's a fun romp, fun to listen to. It's got good melodies, good uh, good guitar work, and just just a load of fun to listen to. I'm just to. impressed that you're putting the word romp in romp. with the band. It's, it's a romp through the intervals. fields. <laughs> but That sounds solid. Sounds yeah, good. Anyway. Keeping you thinking. Yeah, uh, yourself. What what are you into? Right I am now? I am digging. I, I don't I don't think shred is a dirty word, but I don't exactly listen to it very much. But uh, my favorite shredder, John Five mm. uh, of X Marilyn Manson fame, uh, now plays at Rob Zombie. Just released his, I want to say like twenty seventh solo album. I don't know. He's released a lot, is what oh I'm my saying. Goodness. Uh, <laughs> Seasons of the Witch is what it's called. Uh, I retweeted. I uh, sorry, I tweeted at him recently saying that I wasn't worthy after hearing it, and he retweeted me. So. Oh, retweeted! Yeah, moving up in the world. That's so right. yeah, it's 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 freaking badass, man. It's just it's it's shred, but it's also country. And um, he exclusively plays Telecasters, so. and it's like that Albert Lee country. Oh man, it's it's, it's, it's so good, oh, it's all so these. good, so good. Chicken picking type, just mind blowing. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that one one song you got Chad Atkins, the next song you got freaking Van Halen. So I uh, highly recommend checking it out. It's been on repeat in my house. My poor housemates listen <laughs> to that on a daily basis. Well, um, so th- in in that case, are you learning anything? Oh, we're on to what are we learning? Yeah, God, so, so soon. That's... The time is passing so quickly. I know. Uh, I am actually. I picked one of the songs off this because I felt that it was not too overwhelming. Uh, it's called "Here's to the Crazy Ones." It's it was the single that was released off it. I know, shred albums with singles is probably not the best idea. Hey, you're talking to a guitar nerd here. Yeah, right. Like... But it's uh, <laughs> and you, dear dear listener, dear viewer. Uh, maybe you are watching us. Uh, yeah, it's Crazy. it's 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 badass, man. It's just got so it's just I'll, I, uh, there's a really nice kind of verse chorus structure, but every now and again mm. he'll just take his own random middle section, and it's all like I've broken it down now into a few different parts, which is basically what we were saying there, like breaking things down. Yeah, and it's all what he's doing isn't apart from some mad sweeping that comes in towards the end. It's all pretty pretty standard, but you've got slap popping you've got tapping you've got 
mad eruption style tremolo runs it's it's so Incredible. good it's so good nice how about hey, you hey. what do you what do you what are you learning oh uh well i'm kind of picking apart a couple of things like i've got a couple of riffs uh working on there's a, a little section from dream theaters take the time from their uh i honestly can't remember what the album is they now have a lot of albums john yeah they they really do um so anyway you're getting your protrus on yeah exactly so it's it's a great nothing wrong with that um gonna look that up it's gonna drive you crazy yeah it is uh and all of the prog nerds will hate me for saying it i just didn't want to say you know the wrong album images and words so <laughs> anyway I, I really would have liked if you'd given me the opportunity to try and name a dream theater album there right because i i was gonna say something along because it they, all these prog albums have the same names. It's always something to do with color or moving <laughs> or motion. Yeah, moving or, pictures. Yeah, aerial. moving images and words. Yeah, aerial color. See, I just made up. I just. <laughs> that's, I just that's the name of my next album. There you go. Yeah, there you no, go. It sounds solid. Uh, yeah. Um, do, do I have to pay you for that name? Yeah, we'll discuss it after the podcast. Uh, huh? <laughs> anyway, so, but this, this riff in Take the Time, it's a C minor riff that kind of climbs up uh, the arpeggio on. Uh, or C sharp minor, excuse me, uh, oh. up up the fretboard, just on the third and fourth strings, and it's just kind of an interesting way to to play it. So it's like eh, I kind of pick that apart and figure out what he's doing there. Um, and then the other thing that I've been taking is the intro to an Aldi Miola song called Casino. Ah. So it's um, this triplet run with a bunch of muted uh, notes in there, just you know, palm mutes like. Um, like Al Miola does. So it's scalar stuff, but it's super quick and uh, has a little bit of a Spanish flair to it oh as my. he likes to throw in. So. Adios mio. Yeah. That sounds solid. I will check out those tracks once I remember what the Dream Theater one was. But it's, just, it's, it's, it's lost. I'll listen yeah. back to this. <laughs> I'll listen back to myself <laughs> saying this pretty meta. I think that's us for today. We've covered a lot of ground here. Yeah, now. I think so. Thanks for listening. I'm Folks, John Gillen. keep sharpening that axe. I've been Dylan Murphy. And still am Dylan Murphy. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Godspeed.